like even when his um he had that whole scandal where he um where he was cheating on his wife and he left her for uh, someone who was like you know lighter and all this other stuff like welcome 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 we are back with the out of the Berg podcast uh, i got my boy chris what's up what's up and my bro avery what's good Hello, hello. It's been a while, like a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, I'm going to do what we always do, but uh, how was your week? Fellas, if anything, anything new? Uh, oh, you go ahead, Avery. Oh, no, I was just you know, pretty chill. Nothing new happening in this neck of the woods. Just trying huh. to stay warm because it's cold. Yeah. It's starting to feel, man, it's starting to get to the winter, and you know, I I don't like it when it's cold, so <laughs> no. I don't, I don't, I'm with you, I'm with you, yeah. Oh, sweat, um, Peter, what's good? <laughs> First time you saw snow, First time I ever saw snow, yes. I'm, I'm curious, there's always a story behind, um, um, man, first time that I could remember something like when I was in Richmond, like. As a kid, like, I mean, with snow, I, I, I have a lot of, like, I busted my, you know. But. You know you, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, you know when you try to, like, you know when uh, back in the day you had the little uh, the snow things? Are you, like, you go on the hill and then you just slide down? A sled. Mm-hmm. A sled. <laughs> sled, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember doing that all the time. And every time, I would hurt myself sometimes. <laughs> I found a way to hurt myself, and my aunt, my this, my hands purple. be red. Oh, red. Purple. <laughs> I'm talking it, about that frostbite. Like, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? That's, yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah. hurting like frostbite back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know what's happening. You're trying to get no. Nah, you just, you just you, as, as a kid, you just like, oh, this feels good. like you're having fun the whole time. Your hands are just dying. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you're trying to pack that last snowball just tight enough, and you're mm-hmm. like, I can't aim just right. <laughs> and then your parents are calling you inside the whole time. You can't even bend your fingers no more. Just yeah. like, no, we're having fun out here, guys. See, just <laughs> you look like you got arthritis. Oh, right, <laughs> like that sucker. <laughs> Worry about the blood getting pulled. Anyway, um, Chris, Chris, I'm sorry I had to cut you off early. How was it? How was, how was your day going? How you doing? Oh well. uh I'm cool and uh just uh readjusting to having the siblings back is all. And then uh since Peter gave his little story about the first no he's seen uh mine was like straight off of a plane from Hawaii, I think. Hey. Yeah. Kind of make it was, it, it was a surreal experience because like you literally literally came from uh over here in the hot islands, it was like eighty some odd degrees, and they come here, it was like twenty-eight or something like that. You know, we thought we thought it was a blizzard. It was a very light uh, snow. <laughs> That's funny. I was very asked, like, um, have you guys like, did you did you freak out when you see it? Did you want to play in it? Did um, no, <laughs> it was. Too I cold. wanted to play. Me, I wanted to play. I wanted to play. I like snow was like, I wanted to play. That was when I was right. a kid. Like, I, I when I saw snow play, but then I didn't know what you know. My hands would be like this. Oh. I, I, I didn't know what that was at first. <laughs> like trying to <laughs> read. Yeah, yeah, I didn't um, know all of that. But yeah, I'm curious. Why'd you ask? 
Oh, no, I was, um, I was finishing a book um, that I read in middle school. Um, it was about some woman that was growing up um, during Sierra Leone and, um, you know, the civil conflict that was happening there. It was like a coming age story. And she was talking about mm-hmm. when she was adopted, came to the States in New York. And she saw, she was describing for the first time when she saw snow. <laughs> I wasn't saying that just because you were African. I was concerned. Um, I was just curious. Like, I mean, he's from Chicago, though. I know. I was born in Chicago. Like, I was born in Chicago. Yeah, Chicago is kind of like the... I mean, that's like the coldest place, I swear, on earth. <laughs> yeah, I was just curious on your guys' perspectives, you know, growing up in warmer climates. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, that's the crazy thing about my life. I've grew, I've grew up in the hottest places mm-hmm. and the coldest places. <laughs> so, best of both worlds, I guess. But yeah, um, <laughs> I wanted to uh, get into the, you know, just reflecting on the past two episodes because these two episodes we had recently were um had a lot of guests had a lot of different opinions and especially with the mental health episode uh we unpacked a lot i know avery you weren't you know present but um i couldn't give up the reservation i'm sorry yeah uh, (laughs) yeah uh, but like i mean (laughs) this uh just to get your thoughts on like mental health with black community what do you you know Uh, that's not too long so uh, I'm going to keep it short um, just because it's such a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, like, I feel, I think, um, I think there's more that we can be doing with in our own culture to build it up instead of putting one another down. Um, most notably when we see stuff on TV and, you know, with the whole Megan and Stallion and my man's Tori, <laughs> you know that whole debacle and then our us trying to get out and in, in, into what was it i was just watching um i saw cardi b do something really strange earlier and i was just thinking like this woman looks very exotic you know even though she's very even though she's what from um santa domingo is that right i don't know no. she, she, no, but you get what i'm saying it's just like what what is our need to strive for people who don't necessarily reflect our own you know, visage, you know, so, um, that's as far as I'm going to say. Yeah. I think, um, from just the last two episodes, I mean, the anniversary obviously was like a fun, you know, just reflecting on our year, but I think the mental health episode, I learned, you know, that there are a lot of things that we kind of normalized mm-hmm. as kids or that we thought is normal and it's not, you know? especially with the colorism thing is like stuff we just were like, Oh, this is how society is. And I think me personally, I always fought against things like that, but to hear how other people or just to hear other people's opinions, I was like, wow, really? That's, 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 you know, that's something hard to like, you know, that, that conversation is hard to have yeah. and for, for that, for um, all the guests, you know, Ashley, Michaela, uh, Chris, your sister, Ashley, um, want to forget anybody's name is Gerard you know what I'm saying Fran you know it was real hard to have these it was really interesting to listen to uh, that conversation and just to hear what they had to say so I appreciate yeah. them for you know being open about it yeah yeah honestly um Chris you have any thoughts on that uh no I mean I pretty much shared everything I had uh this past episode, so if you want to hear from me or Peter's perspective, you should uh, go back one episode. It's a long one, but a good one, so it's definitely worth your time. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna learn a lot. You can learn a lot. 
even if I can just add real quick, um, okay. I'm not gonna like beat this horse to death, but I was just thinking, um, you know, the object of colorism in general is just, you know, something that is expressed in like a lot of cultures around the world. They have a, we, people just have a strange tendency to go for lighter complexion for some reason. And I can't explain why, you know, and it's not like people prefer it. It's just like something that's, uh, even in art, you know, or like literature and it, people just, it's like pop culture, you know, they strive for it for some reason. It's just a trend I noticed because um, I've been yeah. reading a lot lately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, historically it's been, um, it's been like that for forever, you know, yeah. but. Um, and it's reflected in every culture, not just with yeah. black people or yes. Hispanics. It's, I'm sorry, Latinx. Um, but like with white folks or um, Asians or just it's strange, it's strange. Yes, yes, yes. I, I don't want to get into that, but I'll get into it. But like with the Latin community, that's a whole nother body. Yeah, a whole yeah. nother can of worms. <laughs> but I that I found out. But um, yeah, it was a, uh, it was cool, man. Shout out to everybody that came out the last two episodes, man. It was fun just to reconnect with our friends, you know, and you know have those conversations and everything. Yeah, but um. Over the holiday season. Yeah, it's supposed to over the holiday season too, but um, I want to get to something, you know, the next topic, you know, since we are talking about, you know, laughs and everything. What are your thoughts on, you know, Kevin Hart and, you know, people saying he's not funny or if he is funny? What, what do y'all think? Mm, you want to go first or should I, Avery? I don't know. You're even real quiet. You're just deep thinking over there. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I mean, I'm just a little tired is all. No, but um, I mean, but that's my usual. So, but um, I think, I think he's pretty consistent with, with, with his stuff. And I think like the biggest thing, especially with like this last one, uh, this last special, and I, I know this uh, has been brought up before this, but I think the biggest thing is like, he's someone who feeds off the crowd's energy. And like the crowd was enough for like one room there, and it was it wasn't like some, I mean it was a very big room to be in somebody's house. So that's an extremely large room, but like it, compared to what he's used to working, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's like a birthday party to him. Sure. <laughs> so, like like yeah, he can feed off that energy, but like it's it's not the same. And I also think like the current, I guess, culture has changed since the last time he's had a he's had a stand up, like. Um. Where was his show at? If um, you know, the, the house. show, his house. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, out in L.A. or whatnot. Mm-hmm. In like, like literally in his, I guess, basement. Mm. Very strange. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he had enough room for it, so why not? <laughs> Perks of uh, being wealthy, I suppose. Yeah, that one percent. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, I think, I think that it's just like. It's not so, and I, I don't think it's necessarily like he's corny or not funny per se. It's just like he's this is it's, it's just like been the same humor the whole time. And uh, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I don't really know how to describe it. It's just, it's just Kevin Hart. Like it's like you know exactly what you're gonna get. Yeah, he doesn't. But, he appeals but, to a certain type of person. Go ahead, Peter. No, do you want to go, Ave? Oh, uh, no. I mean, you were stuttering. I mean, okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, I mean, for Kevin Hart, here's the thing with him. Like, 
and a lot of stand-up comedians. Doing stand-up is like really tough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of the comedians you see do stand-up, like the Chris Rocks, Eddie Murphys, like they've taken time off to do like to go into movies. They don't mm. do it consistently. Like the only person that like has done it consistently and always like hit a home run is Dave Chappelle. I feel like Dave um, yeah. also knows when to quit too. He takes long breaks. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, even when um, I'm sorry, what's his? Yeah, when um, in Cars and Coffee, um, Chef I can't take his name, guy from Seinfeld. Um, he mm. speaking the. Um, Speaking yeah. to Dave and um, Dave was sound the way he Dave spoke was very, uh, it was very romantic, but it was just like you could tell the guy hurts sometimes when he was talking about classic comedy and um, you know some of the skits that he has to do and just like play off stuff. The guy is very smart, you know. It's just I feel like he um, does a lot of research and very, yeah, you know. And um, another thing like. I think Kevin Hart, his type of comedy is different. His is like my life. I yeah. talk about my life and what's going on. Yeah. And that's cool when you're coming up. Like with his first few specials, they were like really good because like people could like the the fans could connect to that. You're coming up, you know, you're talking about your life in a certain stratosphere, like when you were living in Philly, but like now you're living in Hollywood. Yeah. And you live you have rich problems and you're talking about that. Practice it's not going Yeah, it's not going to hit the same for people the average person. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So for me, I I I don't I have kind of clocked out <laughs> with Kevin Hart on the stand up. Like I just like to watch his movies. I'm not like And I will say this is also another thing for him. He's like super stressed out. He does movies like he has like one probably like every year or maybe even more than that. Um, he has his own YouTube channels, I think. I think he has more yeah, than one. Yeah, he has a network, um, the yeah. LOL network. Yeah, LOL network. And uh, he also is like doing podcasts and stuff like that. And then he has like a comedy special like every like two years, it seems like. Which it might not seem like a lot, but you don't see that with everybody else. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so Eddie Mur- Okay, well. I was just going to say like, so it's really easy to take somebody like who's so spread out in the media, like really corny, which is what I think I was blanking on earlier. Cause you can literally see him on literally any channel at any given time doing something else. Like just so, earlier, I saw him doing a, uh, I think it was a credit card commercial or something. Now with that, um, now because he has such a large platform, wow, it's bright in here. The sun just came out. <laughs> yeah. Because he has such a large platform. And when he was, um, mashing, um, hitting head, clashing heads with, um, the rock and everything, now, do you think that's because of um, two big personalities coming together and they just don't vibe? Did like, he clash thought, with? No, they're friends, he, aren't they? They're, they're friends. I thought that was Tyrese. Yeah, it was, that was that was Tyrese and The Rock that were arguing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I always felt he didn't like The Rock and um. They, they, have, they do a lot of jokes. They 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 go at each they they, come, they go at each other, but it's very. <laughs> Yeah, it just put him in a negative light for me <laughs> personally. Same thing with The Rock. So I like. <laughs> Yeah, that's what, well, I won't like getting that with that, but yeah, anyway, let's bring it back down to earth. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. yeah, I mean, do you are uh, this to you know, last what would you okay, what would you rank Kevin Hart if you had to? And like, do you think he's generally funny? 
there's the two of y'all. I honestly think he's slightly better than um, Amy Schumer, just because he's been at it longer. Um, I do think he's funny. I don't know where I would rank him. Like when you say rank him, like out of ten, yeah, or yeah, just like don't it don't have to be like specific. Like, what do you think you'll be in your top ten, top five? Uh, no, I don't think he'd be in like my top ten or top five per se. But it's just like I feel like he's someone who's like undeniably funny, and I also feel like he's like one of the louder voices that are funny. Yeah, which make which which is how you can see him so much so, so often. Yeah. Cause like you, you you can be as funny as you want to, but if your if your voice if your name's not out there, then like your your, your jokes aren't gonna be heard. Yeah, like I just is. feel like he's not that funny. Like I felt like he was funny when he came out, but his routine is dry. And he doesn't bring any new material. Personally, that's what I think. Well, yeah, and, and then that, that also makes sense because like in basically every movie, he's like the same person. Which yeah. also to me, which is, makes it kind of funny to me. I mean, for for me. I think he's more funnier in his movies than any of his stand-ups. Yeah, because yeah, that's his personality, you know. Because, because, yeah, you you can see you can see more of him like through moving than as opposed to like watching him pace back and forth on the stage. Yeah, he's more animated, you know, a little bit more relaxed. <laughs> had like a million takes. But if it's for me, if I'm ranking him, he may creep in my top ten. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I honestly, I, I, there are a lot of comedians that like on on a stage. Like I, I, I would take the wins. <laughs> I would like the wins. Bernie Mac, Martin, Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle. Like there's a lot that I would, you know, Cat Williams. Williams, yeah. <laughs> we said that the same time. I know, I know who you're thinking about. Cat <laughs> Williams, yeah, Cat Williams is, yeah. But um, that's for the. Uh, Enough for the Kevin Hart is funny, but I mean, he's been complaining about this thing called cancel culture, you know, because he a lot of people. About his last one, yeah, yeah, a lot of people. Even as he was defending his special, I mean, he he, he named it zero f's given, yeah, which I do think he does give. Yeah, well, clearly, clearly. <laughs> clearly, if he's complaining <laughs> this much about, yeah, I was about to say you can't have cancel to culture, if, 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 if yeah, but I think. The disconnect, I think he doesn't know how to take constructive criticism. I think he's taking everything like, oh, they're trying to get rid of me. And I don't think it's that. What do y'all think? I think he just doesn't know how to grow. Because, like, like basically, he's at the height of his fame right now. And so for most people, like, when when they're like that, they kind of get stunted. He's he's not only, like, a giant comedian movie star. He's also, like, a... uh, a uh, TV personality, a social media personality. So those people tend to, not all of them, but a lot of them tend to get stuck. They're just like, this is how I am. This is how it's going to be. As opposed to like somebody who's a Dave Chappelle who took a seat back for like, was it 15 years? Yeah. Well, you know, or 10 years, however, a long time. Yeah, about 10 years, yeah. It felt it felt like forever though. But, um, and he's just like, you know what? I live on a farm. I do this, I do that. <laughs> I bought a shotgun. <laughs> it was a heroin addict broke into my home. <laughs> and, and and these, I, I don't feel like these are necessarily like what the uh, problems uh, that most black people are dealing with either or, or people in general are dealing with. Just like, you know, his, his specific set of problems, kind of like what you were saying with like uh, Kev, but like it's the 
way you go about it trying to make it relatable. Yeah. Kevin yeah. has just always been base level. Dave and 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 it's not it's not and it's not uh Kevin's hard at all, it's just how he is. Dave has always been somebody who analyzes everything articulately to the point that you will laugh at something that you're not supposed to be laughing at. But after he breaks it down in a way, so you see it the way he sees it and you can't see any other type of way because he literally told you how it's seen to him and how he's taking it. Sometimes you can't help but laugh because it it, it is funny. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I, everything you said is pretty spot on with Dave, but I think with Kev, you need to take it like you can't like get mad at like, it's like a rapper getting mad that everybody says his album's whack. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, like whenever you put out work or you put out art and people aren't supporting it and they're saying, Well, you're not, we don't see what's funny, work on your craft or just do movies because like stand up, like I told you, stand up's like really hard to like do. And consistently have people like say, oh, you're great. Like Eddie Murphy's last stand-up was in 88. We're in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, right? <laughs> yeah, like he's like, I'm not even doing this. Like, I'm gonna do movies. And he don't he don't even do movies anymore. Like he's such a legend, you don't have to do movies anymore. Yeah. So my thing with Kevin Hart is just like stop giving people so much energy. Because the more you say, hey, stop criticizing me and you're hating or trying to cancel me, it's like, oh, making it worse. <laughs> I'm saying like, like for me, he's always like done this, like especially uh, he just doesn't he doesn't seem um, very mature as a like, you know, as a, as a public fever, um, yes. wow, fever, public figure. And, I, I know what you mean. And, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like, even when his um, he had that whole scandal where he um, where he was cheating on his wife and he left her for uh, someone who was like, you know, lighter and all this other stuff. Like, it's just you get what was I? You get what? Was trying no, to, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I get it. I get it. He, he, he handled it poorly and yeah, he, right. Very sensitive. Yeah, very. Like Michael Michael Blackson was like making a joke about it. And he took it to heart. I'm like, you're a comedian. Yeah, like, this is your, <laughs> this is your thing. You're supposed to make light of every, you know, situation. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be adaptable. And when people don't like you, it's because you're being too critical of yourself, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what I was saying earlier, what, like, the whole, like, the mega fame celebrity is being stunted because it's just, like, you, 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 I feel like they gain like a certain amount of entitlement. Like, what do you mean it's not funny? I'm Kevin Hart. I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Funny right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. Not, you know, I have that, that alpha esque type of attitude because and I got money now, you know. For, for him to blame like the black, I, like the black culture, like no disrespect to Kevin Hart because I'm a fan, but like for him to blame the black culture and to say we're like toxic and we like to cancel, it's a slap in the face because. They made you hot. Yeah. But I think I think what he was referring to was just like there's a quote unquote stigma, like the black culture will bring you up just to tear you down. But it's just like <laughs> it's cause I, I guess like when 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 we when we're truly with something and we're when when it's on the rise, 
We're just like, you know, and like, like clearly we're, we're there for it. But then when it's being pulled down, we're the only ones spotlighted being the one saying like, hey, we're not really rocking with this anymore. When it's actually everybody else doing it too. Yeah, that's another. But, but they'll be true. like, "Well, you you guys were my base. You're supposed to be supporting me. Well, your base has changed, you, and you didn't adapt to." Yeah, it's like you can't expect you know the people that started out with you to still be with you when you don't even cater to them anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I always like, like think 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 about when you uh, first heard Kevin Hart. Like, I think I was in, like, was it eighth, ninth grade, something like that. So. Uh, I forget what the joke was, but it was just like running around talking about she ain't got no nipples. Y'all remember that joke? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like never mind. <laughs> it's not PC. No, so, like, like you got you got to, like, think about, like, then, like, let's say that was ninth grade. I was probably, like, 13. I'm 26 now. That's 13 years. Right. First time I heard of Kevin Harley, I was so plain. That was uh, yeah, yeah. I seen I seen that movie too. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a couple times. Not the yeah. but but you see what I'm saying there, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I see what you're saying. Like that. That's when I first like was like okay, this guy's really funny. I want to be a fan of him as opposed to now. Like clearly, I've changed, and I'm not saying I'm like like uh, 13 years were his only base back then, but like uh, I don't know. Just just anybody over a decade of time can change. Yeah, and. Uh, not to linger because gotta go on to the next. But like what you said about um, what you say about like the base changing, you know. I feel like when it's like when a rap, like you know, when a rapper puts out a bad album, mm-hmm. we get at them too. Like everybody gets that. So for you, I think if you linger on it or if you like focus too much on it, it becomes a stigma on you. Yeah, and you can't and you can't grow or get better. So that's why for me, when he sees that uh, black people are starting to get at him, if they were getting at him for like or accusing him of something he didn't do or like something like a scandal, right? Like you were saying, that I understand. Don't like flip on me because of a scandal. Get to know the two sides. But if it's about your art, it's the art. Like it's nothing you can do, bro. It's like people got to be honest. It's like. We can't just say, "Well, you're Kevin Hart, you're funny." I'm around with you. People gotta be honest. Cause I mean, like, uh, like whole time, like ten years down the road, 15, 20, 30 years down the road, people could look back at this and say, "Like, this was the greatest piece of work," or they could look down at the greatest piece of work right now and be like, "Yo, this was actually trash." Yeah, I mean, opinions change, changes change. It happens. Happens, but yeah, man. But that that's it for the uh, kind of cancel culture. Kevin Hart take our Kevin Hart takes. But uh, last week, um, I was at my mama's house with this one. Um, Tyson versus Roy Jones. <laughs> Tyson versus Roy Jones. Um, what y'all think of that? Uh, yeah, what y'all think? I only read about it um, mostly because the last fight that I saw, I was really upset that the two didn't go out. I can't remember what was the um, what was the name of it. I was just mad. It was like a, I think it was Pacquiao. But anyway. Um, yeah, like when I was reading on Twitter that Tyson was high through half of the fight, I was like, I'm glad I did not pay for this, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wasn't really upset at the fact they weren't going all out. I mean, these men are like in their late 50s, early 60s, you know, really and they're still in the ring boxing heavy, you know? That's, that says something. It tells me how, um, even after all the drugs and, you know, 
how you know age you know time and everything they're still that that um athletic so i thought that was a feat in his own yeah i just watched the uh the highlights on youtube because uh i didn't feel like paying for uh what you call it the uh fifty dollars yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah. you y- you don't know what you're gonna get with that. Like, true, exactly. like you're watching two legends, but they're also fifty one oh. and fifty four, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, like, like, yeah, I could have dropped it. It wouldn't hurt me too bad, but mm, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to pay for that. Yeah, and okay. uh, but from what I could tell, like, Mike Tyson definitely won that fight for sure. It looked, it looked like, uh, it looked, it looked. Very obvious that he was kind of like holding back with some of his punches. Looked like he could have really like destroyed uh, uh, Roy with a few of those, but he, you know, he wasn't he wasn't out for blood like that, and yeah. like there, it wasn't uh, wasn't the purpose of this fight either. And uh, at the same time, I want to say either around seven, or around eight, Roy did show like a few a few glimpses of his own self. I mean, granted, he is. Fifty some odd years old right now, but it was just like you, you could you could you could see the movements, you could see where they used to be at. And yeah. it kinda kinda gave me a little uh like chill down my spine. I was like, okay, this this a bad man. He's he fifty some odd years old, he out in this uh seventh, eighth round of this match. He still looked like he warming up. I was like, Okay, okay, I yeah. I respect him. I respect him heavily for that. <laughs> <laughs> it kinda gave me yeah. gave me a little shit too though, you know. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I unfortunately, well, I won't say unfortunately because I don't regret it. I put fifty to watch it. For other reasons, well, we'll get into the other reason why I put fifty to watch this and why I felt like I got my money, my money's worth. But yeah. we'll, we'll fit in like a one minute bozo of the week because somebody got to get it. After you just reminded me, you just reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, bro, I felt like the fight was 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 good for what. It is. I had a four fifty olds. I, I mean, Mike Tyson. Good golly, it did look like he was holding back. Yeah. Uh, Jones, <laughs> I, look, I, I, Mer Jones like my personal favorite boxer of all time. First three rounds, bro. He kind of did look scared. Yeah. <laughs> he was <laughs> hugging on him. Like he was doing a cut. Like Roy Jones does have that. Like you know those moves where he go ha ha, then you like move around and stuff. But yeah. For the most part, if you if you told me like yo Peter who really won, it's Mike Tyson. Yeah, definitely. those um, body shots. If I can ask, what was the um? Does anybody know the stats off the top of their head? Like height, weight, wingspan. Um, I, I think Roy Jones had the longer reach, like a three inch. Ooh, yeah, like I think longer reach, but uh, I think how how tall is Mike Tyson? I think five ten, and I think Roy Jones is like five eleven. Uh, I think six feet, six okay. feet. So it was a pretty like. But the thing with uh, Tyson, he's stocky. Yeah, yeah. The guys. So he's like this. He's like this. Roy Jones is like more agile movement. So it was it was interesting watching it from that perspective. But I ain't old. Chris, he was right. Like Tyson, Tyson was in better shape. Tyson had sharper shots. Towards the end, you saw what made Roy Jones Jr. special because of the movement and mm-hmm. like his head, like dog. He's like if he was in his prime, bro. Would have been interesting to watch, but like fifty-year-old Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but Mike, but then Mike in his prime too. You would have been. It would have been dope to watch in their prime. But I bought it straight for nostalgia, so mm-hmm. it was good. It was good for what it was. Uh, built yeah, up I can to. respect that just from like a fan perspective. Yeah, yeah. So, 
But um, any more thoughts before I have to get somebody real quick? Nah, I, I, I think I think I'm good. But okay. I, I know I already know you're going to. Okay, Nate Robinson. <laughs> Nate, 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 Nate. Now I know what y'all thinking. Oh, Peter, man, why are you going after another black man? Come on, man, we have to stop attacking black men. This is not about being black right now. This is about common sense. Yeah. How do you go into a fight with Jake Paul? I know Jake Paul. He's a YouTuber, whatever. He trained himself to box. How do you go in there unprepared? Well, he he trained for like what? Uh, Nate Robinson trained for two months, I think. Son, whoever was your trainer, you should f- do something to him because you went to this fight looking stupid. I did not. I didn't know what he was doing at all. He he was running at him. He was run. He literally was running at. I was just like, oh, he doing some type of. No, he was running at him. Listen, um, Jake Paul fought Nate Robertson in a boxing match. Was it like um like a Colin McCraig thing saying, oh, I can beat you, Connor McCraig? Um, kind of, but it was Nate Robinson of. that started. It was Nate, Rob- it was Nate Robinson. It was Nate Robinson started. And, and, and my thing is like, bruh, this ain't no hood fight. Snoop, <laughs> Snoop, Snoop, Snoop dog. If, <laughs> yeah, Snoop, Snoop was saying, this ain't no hood fight. It's, you don't play boxing. Like, if you saw how he got knocked out, he literally ran into the punch. Literally. <laughs> literally. He literally ran into the like Nate, like you made the whole NBA look bad with this one, man. Like, like, like that's why I'm saying, like, stick to what you know. Don't play around. Like, you don't play, but you can play football, you can play basketball, you can play tennis, you can play golf. You don't play boxing. Yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, like not everybody's gonna come in like uh, Deontay Wilder and just be able to like throw like wild, wild uh, punches out here and knock people straight out. It's, that, that's not how it works. He's like, like he's a freak in that aspect because he started at 20 years old, and right now is still one of the, one of the uh, greater fighters in his division. Yeah, I mean, he also he also has to work on some things. But oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, I mean, I mean, as, as, like like technique wise, he's not great, but like just pure power, he's beating people with pure power, which is extremely hard because he's literally just throwing punches. That's all he's doing. He's <laughs> just clobbering people. Clobbering. He's like, I'll overwhelm you. This is my only yes. Literally. He's just <laughs> yes. like, you might be better than me, but there's Great. no way your body will outlast my power. Which is basically <laughs> what he does. It's he's, like, um, yeah, I'm not going to go ahead. Uh, he's <laughs> yeah, big big time anime protagonist energy right there, bro. Right? Yeah, yes. like, I'm just on the top. Wilder is tough. He's a dark-skinned brother, and for the most, he's made the black community proud. But Nate, we get balls of the week this week. Sound effects. And Chris, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just always that always that awkward pause. They just like yeah, 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 yeah. Like in, so, in real time, you don't know what to do right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, very, uh, yeah. Very soon, we'll invest in a soundboard, and it won't be as awkward. But. <laughs> <laughs> Transition into um uh this is our last uh note for the day, but um uh I think last week the Grammy nominations came out and for the most part it got mixed reviews from people. Yeah, you know, for me, I like what they did with the hip hop category. 
by putting like spitters, like actual real rappers, the nominations for like the best rap album. Some people didn't like it. Some people were like, how Lil Baby didn't get nominated? How this did not get nominated? How did The Weeknd not get nominated for a Grammy? There were a lot of snobs and mixed feelings. So my question is, let me pull it up. Should black people give Grammys this much energy? This is like an age old question. I know. <laughs> it's every every year. It's it's literally every year. Personally, I don't believe anybody should give them that much energy. But like, I get why they do, because like you're that uh, Grammy uh, award winning or Grammy nominated artist. After that, yeah. that does hold weight. <laughs> that is that is something that they could put on their uh, their careers and resumes. You know. Yeah. So it yeah. it, it makes it makes sense why you want that. Yeah, but, like I totally agree with you. It's like yeah. moving, finally moving into officially that you know, that that premium level. You know, this this um, business class. You know, it's you you made it successfully as an artist, and other artists in the community recognize you. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I see it two ways. I think let me start with like not giving it any energy. I think we shouldn't. Like when I was a kid. The BET Awards, like even the VMAs, they were like more entertaining to watch. So I feel like as black people, we should give more energy to those awards because they represent how the culture is. The Grammys don't. And I feel like if we if we go to the BET Awards or the NCAA Awards, we can make that hot to the point where that's like the Grammys. Like that's like legit. Because really, who puts the value in the award the people the people and the artists so yeah. i think but then on the other side i understand why they give it so much energy because a lot of the artists that are used to promote the grammys you don't give them awards yeah how are you going to how are you going to nominate beyonce kanye um all these mainstream acts promote them in your commercials but then an the artist like beck who nobody knows while we don't know, wins an award. Yeah, that's just like that's like yo, you use you use me to get viewers, and then to give it to somebody nobody knows. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I, like, it's such a such a. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, what's that? Double standard is that the word you're looking? Yeah, for? yeah, because it's just like you 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 use a household a uh, household name artist whom probably is up for this category and then they'll use like some other no-name person which fair to that no-name person like now now hopefully they'll be a known person or or hopefully like at least their work is like of quality to be you know in that in 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 talks for that for that award which isn't always the case but um i think that also kind of brings up another point like the whole like you had to be part of the academy to actually vote, and to be a part of the academy, which I don't know how, but is is a uh, exclusive group. That's not an everybody group. <laughs> so if we want to vote for our favorite artists in such and such category, it would mean nothing because it'd probably just be like a uh, like uh, some poll on I don't know the internet somewhere. That holds no weight at all. It's just like, okay, okay, this is what the culture is thinking the whole time. It's just like now they're going completely this other way. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. 
Yeah. I feel, um, you know, I mean, I, I, like, I've never sat down and watched a whole Grammys Awards anyway. So for me, it's like, but for the artists, I get why, you know, you would get, especially like The weekend. You know, I yeah. felt like what they did to The weekend was like really messed up. Yeah. I'm like, you can't even say it's a popularity contest because you still get like, you still get a person, what, what, what am I trying to say? You still get artists like Dua Lipa, Lipa and mm-hmm. Taylor Swift and then Ariana Grande who, you know, who are like trending always. And then you get The Weeknd who's trending always. And it's just like, why did, why did they win? You know? <laughs> so it's just, I don't know. My thing with the Grammys is, you know, who's going to get it. So why get upset when, you know, when things come out, you know? True. I'm, I think culturally people want, cause what happens with these awards is like, especially in the past, it's like, like you were saying, um, Avery to a certain degree, it's a popularity contest. Yeah. You dig? So, like, I remember back in the day, anytime Eminem was, like, awarded for, like, best rap album, I knew they were going to pick Eminem. Yeah. And then, like, when they named him the, what, King of Hip Hop or something, I was just like, wow. Wow, is he getting this because he's, you know, Caucasian, you know? <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. That, that is yeah, true. Like, the guy's a legend. Don't get me wrong, but it's just stuff like that. It's like, hmm, maybe there's some race behind us, you know? And, race card. Not it, and... <laughs> To your point, Avery, it is 90% of the time. <laughs> and that, that's why, like, with the MTV Awards and, like, the Grammys, it's like, I right, we know what you're going to pick. Like, mm-hmm. Even though I felt there were years. The one I really, like, out of everything, the one time that I was really mad was when um, Macklemore beat Kendrick. Oh, yeah. That one, I was done with the Grammys. <laughs> right. Yeah, but... um. If y'all want to add any more, you know, anything, any thoughts, any you know, closing thoughts, anything. Y'all straight, y'all, y'all got everything yeah, I want to get up. Like, ah. I don't want to be frustrated anymore by, <laughs> you know, uh, age old Hollywood, you know, tradition. Yeah. But last thing, yo, y'all better give Nas that Grammy for the best rap album. It's gonna be a problem. That's all I gotta say. Y'all nominated him this time. Y'all did a good. Y'all did a great job with the nominations this year. But if y'all don't give it to him this year, yeah, I'm just leave that. <laughs> what you gonna do, Peter? You gonna start phoning people, writing them mean emails or something? <laughs> Go I got connects. I got connects, Avery. Oh, you got, got connects. connects. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, so. so that's the show for the day. Um, we'll be on YouTube. 3.15 on Mondays. I'm sorry. Last week, we had some technical difficulties, but... A lot of technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. We will be back 3.15 on YouTube. And um, you can catch... If you, if, well, if you don't want to see us on YouTube, you can always catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're not yet on Pandora or SoundCloud. SoundCloud, but I'm working on SoundCloud. Maybe okay. maybe next week. Maybe next week we'll be on. Yep, yep, not yep. not not the next week after this episode comes out. Maybe. Yep yep yep. And our social media, out of the berg on IG, out of the berg pod on Twitter, and my personal at Kofi Peter. You know, um, on Instagram and on Twitter, Chris. Um, you can find me at Big Chris underscore five seven on Twitter, and you can find me at Chris Kelly five seven. On IG. And you can find me, Avery, at Avery Cooper, K 
capital K O O P A. Yeah. Um. So that's it for the show. Stay black. Stay woke. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.